it's time to meet up and catch up at the Weekend Water Cooler. Now, here's your host, Gene Bolduck. And welcome, welcome to the Weekend Water Cooler. I am Gene Bolduck, your host. And this week, um, at long last, uh, I have the opportunity to catch up with Penny Rich at the at the water cooler. Uh, my um my my weekend water cooler co-host and correspondent about all things uh political, sports. Um, what else is there? There isn't anything else. Food. Oh no, we talk a lot about oh, food. food. Come food. On. Oh, yeah. what was I yeah. thinking? Oh my god. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Which I'll yeah, I'll have to I'll have to, you know. Fess <laughs> <laughs> up to that one. Yeah. I'll have to tell you something funny about food. Yeah. Okay, so um yeah, so so we were just talking about, you know, the political atmosphere. Obviously, is something we talk about a lot because uh, because I'm a political junkie, and so was Penny. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, after my last uh, column on Chapelboro, uh, I had some comments on uh, on the Twitter uh, machine about the former <laughs> the former Twitter machine now now something else, but I still call it Twitter because I still think it is. Yeah. Uh, by the way, sort of. If you if you post something on X, you you, you would still call it a tweet. Uh, and you know it's it it. Oh, uh, was that hysterical? And and this this is leading us. Yeah, yeah I left that. I left that platform. Oh, okay, right, right to right to the issue at hand, which is, if you put a post on Twitter, and you say to me, "Did you see my?" You're going to say, did you see my X? Did you see my post on X? No, you're going to say, did you see my tweet? And the reason is, Mm -hmm. the reason is there's a term for this common usage. Okay. That's what it is. Right. Um, I, I, I will admit to you that I often refer to Martin Luther King Boulevard in Chapel Hill as airport road, because that's how I first knew it. I, you know, I'm a person. I can do these things. Sometimes I do these things. Uh, a lot of people do that sort of thing. Yeah. You remember that restaurant? It used to be the other restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's just so common. It's yeah, indescribably obvious, right? What that behavior sure. is. Yeah. yeah. And so when this happens, uh, when the town changes and grows, they widen a street or they reroute an intersection. There's going to be somebody who's going to, you know, feel wistful about it and upset. Now, I remember when I covered the Board of Aldermen, not 23 years ago, but more like <laughs> more like 10 years ago. Yeah, they were still the board board of aldermen then. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but they were still the board. They were not the Chat Town Council of Carborough. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. See, and I'm, I'm still calling them that. Yeah. Um. When when I covered them, there was uh, a plan to do some developing, and you're going to help me remember this because I'm I'm blanking on this now. There was a plan to develop a park that was about 20 acres. It was out near, watch this. Here's another reference. It was out near Plantation Plaza. No longer called that, boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, about 20 acres of land. It was privately owned. And the owner decided 
to sell this land and sold it to a developer. It had been um, effectively, this was just very straightforwardly, just about 20 acres of undeveloped land. Mm -hmm. So it had a pond. It had some things, right? It had some interesting physical features to it, but it was not a park. This was land that was owned by a private individual. Right. And when the plans started coming forward to the board of the then board of aldermen to develop this land, there were various <laughs> plans that were drawn up and were presented to the town, formally presented. These were well researched, elaborate, expensive plans, architectural plans. There was going to be some senior housing. There was going to, the Harris Teeter was going to move there. There was going to be this and this and this. There were people, and I, I'm not making this up. There were people who came to the town during public hearings about this land. And they complained that they did not want to see this developed because when they were kids, they used to uh, be on the way home from school and they'd go through this property. They'd go fishing in that pond. They would go and they had all these wonderful poetic memories of mm -hmm. kite flying and whatever it is that they would do. And this all sounded very sweet. And privately owned land. Privately owned land. Let's just reiterate that. Privately owned land. Privately right? owned land. And so yes. the fact is, I interviewed some of these people and I said, you don't dispute, do you, that you were trespassing when you did these things, when you went fishing and when you, oh yeah, we all did, nobody minded and blah, blah, blah. They, they behaved as though this had been land that belonged to the community. They made that argument right. that this land effectively belonged to the community and that uh, it was a wonderful resource for them that they could go fishing on this property and that they would hate to lose that. Uh -huh. And I'm sure that's true. Right. But, but it happened. But yeah. It's so this happens a lot. If you think about, for example, the Green Tract, which is owned by three governmental bodies, Orange right. County, Chapel Hill, and Carver. Well, you know, the some of the neighbors started using the Green Tract as um, their um, mountain bike trails. And, and they built them up and set them up and all. But it wasn't a park for mountain bikes. Right. It wasn't that. That that parcel parcel, you know, hundreds of acres, right, was bought purposely to build affordable housing, which still hasn't happened, Gene, because that's right. The people that ride their bikes on the green track fought it the last time. And I was still um on the board and it was a huge fight. And mostly coming from um, you know, and I don't wanna we don't wanna name names, but it mostly came from Chapel Hill. Um right. And it, it's, it's interesting because what you're saying is, um, well, we don't like change, but 
it's not your property. If the governmental <laughs> bodies wanted to acquire land and preserve it and leave it alone, there would mm -hmm. be another group that would say, this is an outrageous use of taxpayer money. Where's the housing? They so, would say, where's the where's housing? the affordable People... housing? So, so yeah. one of the things that I wanted to point out in my column was that this, this push me, pull you, this twas ever thus, it's always going to be this way. And mm -hmm. that as a community, you have to bring all these people together and the answer lies in compromise. Nobody's going to get all that they want. Um, uh, we, we have needs That's in right. this community and, uh, and we, I, I will, uh, you know, I will be the first to tell you this is in my column uh, that just ran this week uh, as this airs over the weekend. Uh, when my husband was in the hospital last summer, I asked many, many, many nurses, <laughs> God love them, who saved oh, his life, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> I asked a lot of these people, where do you live? You know, they they come in, they have a pretty cool system. They come in and they work three days. They work three consecutive days for right. 12 hours. 12 hours, yep. And... Uh, so I would say to them, they, so finally, you know, the day would come and they'd say, okay, well, I'm not going to be here tomorrow and you'll probably be discharged. Gosh, we hope so. Um, by the time I get back. So I just wanted to, you know, take them, you know, they're, they're very nice. They, they want to take an extra minute to wish you the best and hope you get better. And it's been great to mm -hmm. meet you. Uh, sorry for the circumstances and all this. Right. So in the chit chat, I say to them, where do you live? They don't live in Chapel Hill. They live in Snow Camp. Right. You know, they live well out in Chatham County. Um, they live oh. in Holly Springs. They they do not live, and they're not five minutes away either. No, oh no. And I can tell you this. They can't afford it. They can't afford half of Half of my office, maybe more, um, when we're talking about the courthouse, um, don't live in Orange County. So their commute is from Person County. Yeah. Their commute is from Chatham County. Uh, their commute is from Alamance County, um, Durham. You know, it's it's not they they like where they work. They want to work in that courthouse because right. Orange County Courthouse is very right. cool, a cool place to be. Um, can't afford to live in Orange County, especially some of the younger folks that are just starting out and this is their first job. They, you know, even apartments are ridiculously expensive here. So right. they can't do That's it. That's right. That's right. Um, and this is, the, this is the whole point about, um, you know, um, having available affordable housing and middle, middle mix, you know, middle, missing middle housing. Uh, you know, we do have lots of land. And I, I expressed this in a recent um, panel discussion. We have lots of land, that, land that's owned by the government. Um, we need to start utilizing that and, and, and doing some public private um partnerships and um, start building on that land. And yes, we're going to have these loud voices in our ear, but don't change Chapel Hill. You can't build apartments in the historic district. No one's saying building, build apartments in the historic district. That's not, that's not what we're saying. Right. Um, and it's never been that conversation, but I think you're right. People get used to like, well, I went to college here and I want, when I come back and retire here, I want it to look I just like it, it look did just in like 1972. Yeah, just it's, like it, yeah, it's just not like going it was. to. It's not going to, and yeah, and it would. It can, it, there, there are many things wrong with. 
that happening with having it look the yeah, same how way. Do, it how, and how does how does a town survive if you don't change and grow and evolve into something that is you know that that shows us what the future can look like? How does it how how does it grow? It, it kind of stagnates, right? And you limit yeah. who lives here. Your diversification goes right out the door. Um, and you know that's that's some of the challenges that Orange County definitely has. So I, I did read yeah. your column, and I thought it was I thought it was a good column, Gene. I, I really did. And I know um, you know when we talk about compromise, it's a lot of times when we write because um, I find myself doing this too. We do need to we do need to say, okay, well, you know, let, let me think about what the other side wants. Well, right. What are, what right. am I missing? You know what what, right. what can I what can I add to this? So well, we're going to take a I quick break, a and, and um, when I'm we come back, we're going to applauding. We're going to talk for just a minute about how how this hooks up with uh, with all of the discussion that we've we've you and I've been having for months yeah. about about right. the political atmosphere and the zero sum game, and what does that have to you know Trump and all of his stuff? What does that have to do with us? It has a lot to do with us. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Uh, with Penny Rich. You're listening to The Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. Don't go away. We'll be right back. And it's Okay, so we're, we're back. We're, we're back. We're going to continue yeah. crying here. I, I we, you know, full disclosure, uh, we're recording over Zoom as we always do. And we are having, I, I know it's because I've been reading Harry Potter mm-hmm. grandkids. Uh, that's what I was doing earlier this evening. And uh, I know that there are witches and warlocks who are at play here. And that uh, being a muggle as I am, I, I just, I, you know, I forget. I don't know how to use these powers. And so, so this is what's happening. Anyway, anyway, Penny, we were talking about, uh, about the national atmosphere and the effect, sure. the effect on, on, on local issues and local politics um, I saw a um, a precinct, I you know, lack of a better term, a precinct captain, basically. Oh, okay. Um, talking about uh, what's going on with uh, in in New Hampshire, and uh, this was obviously we saw during the day on Tuesday during the uh, primary, and and they were talking about how a whole a whole raft of people, poll workers had quit because they said, you know, we're, we can't do this. No. Uh, we, can't, we can't take this level of risk. Um, you know, people are getting threatened and, um, um, and, and there's, there's all this, there's, there's all these people. And look, the, these are, uh, these are uh, MAGA Republicans who are threatening poll workers and they have the leader of their party thinks this is wonderful. And, and this is, this is a gigantic problem um, that affects real people in small towns and all around the country. It's it's affecting it's affecting us in the environment uh, where oh, yeah. if I if I write a little column and say, oh, you know, they ruined the place, you know, the university, the town isn't like it was. And um, and and I and people are chewing on me because I'm not staking out a claim on uh unaffordable housing and on growth and de- and development and it, people have lost the ability to simply converse and disagree without wanting to you know 
knock each other out. Head up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you were talking about. And we were talking about before the show started, how about how the um, national politics um, can, you could reflect that right back down to, to local politics. And, you know, I've had a comment like, why are we talking more about local politics? Well, you know, when we talk national politics, it, it is, it is the big picture. But that big picture comes right back down to the small picture that we, yeah, it it redounds in Orange County. We're about, you know, we're we're at the end of yeah. January now. Um, in in about a minute, we're, we're going to have a school board election in Orange in the county, right. and, and county commissioners, and, uh, and yeah, we've we've probably yeah. I haven't looked at the candidates yet. I'm not casting aspersions on any individual. But I have to tell you, the Moms for Liberty movement, I'll just put it out there. Yeah. You know, these people are in favor of banning books and and yeah. they are advocating for an agenda that is reactionary. It's it's bad and it's dangerous and it's anti-democratic. And it's not and popular. It's right Let's it's not Yeah, popular. it is right here. It is right here. And it's not popular. I think we have to say this across the board here though. Some of the things that the MAGA people are, are want want to um, promote, they're not popular stances, and they're that's the right. I mean, the, the banning books, I mean, women's rights, uh, you know, uh, trans rights. This is Guns, not, this gun is, control. Gun, this, none of this is none of this is popular. Eighty percent issues, right? On on our side, right? We we stand with the vast majority of Americans on things like women having access to life-saving health care. All right. Correct. When we're talking about abortion, a lot of the time now, that's what we're talking about. It's the Roe standard. It's not this mythical abortion on demand at all times, you know, right. and, and so right. forth. Um, but that will go across that. the aisle though, Jean. I, I, if you, that's what I'm, I'm thinking that we got to pay close attention because I think women are still angry. And yes. I think uh, there there's Democratic women that are angry. There are independent women that are angry and there are Republican women that are angry. And right. I, I think it's going to have a big effect on, on the polls. And so uh, let's get back to Moms for Liberty, because when you just pointed and you said it's right here and I know the radio can't um, see you <laughs> pointing that it's right here, but right. it is right here. And we had that we had that problem last time up in Orange County for the school board where Moms for Liberty really gained some strength. And what they were spewing at these forums were just a bunch of untruths and uh, talking about how books should be in the library and, you know, children should have to go and take out books. They shouldn't be on the shelf where children can see them. That was, it was, it was gaining some, you know, some, uh, I don't know, clapping here and, you know, oh, this is a forum. We got to be really careful. We we have to keep our eye on the ball because it could be. It's a amazing. another dangerous election. It's amazing yeah. how inside out yeah. that is, too, because, you know, really what that is advocating for is very much a nanny state. It's very much an overreach of government responsibility. Oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't expect the government to deliver my child into an environment that's where he's bubble wrapped and will never see anything unpleasant or controversial or, or or any of that i i expect right. you know reasonable guardrails um but it, it really is amazing uh, likewise with abortion and yeah. birth control it does extend to birth control 
and absolutely does they would they would you know they would like to reach into the bedrooms of uh of citizens and manage what's going on in there and i mean i i feel legitimately uh really conservative about that i don't want the government involved in that that's my business that's right my husband's and not uh, my county commissioners um i love you guys yeah. could you imagine you know? Canada, but could you imagine, you imagine? Voting on whether you are allowed to have birth control or not <laughs> i mean that is that is the most absurd thing i mean but you know the school board um in chapel hill had carboro had some decisions to make with that with the new rules that the state handed down right. with uh, right. uh the parenting letting the parents know if kids want to use a different name or you know if they're right. Uh, right. thinking of, of that they're they're a different gender than that they were born and they you know thankfully the school board rejected that now what does that mean we don't know i mean i i didn't i, I didn't know i didn't i don't know what the state is saying like well if you don't do this this is going to happen what's going to happen i mean are they, they're going to take money away from just the Arn, the chapel hill schools i don't think that'll go over very well I mean, I don't, you, know, you know what? I you know, doubt that they have thought it through. They, of course, I they haven't thought it through from that statement. Oh my God. They don't think any of this through. through. That's yeah, that's because, the big problem. These because social thinking issues. it through and coming up with a policy that's going to work and is going to achieve a legitimate policy goal is not what they're in it for. Not they're interested. in it for the exact same strategy as the boss in right. Mar-a-Lago. They're that's in right. it to throw sand in the umpire's face create chaos and confusion and get a grip on power for its own sake that's correct and that's that's the policy objective that it that's absolutely right is always the point Mm -hmm. uh in 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 that strategy and now that's not our strategy, though. Our strategy is that we love our sponsors and each other and all of our listeners. And we're going to take a quick moment and step aside. You're listening to the Weekend Water Cooler with Gene Bolduc and Penny Rich on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be right back. Okay, uh, you know, we're back. We never really went anywhere, but we're back. That's right. Uh, and and you know we've we've just been through. Uh, I'm trying to think what the drinking game was in the New Hampshire primary coverage, trying to figure out first of all was it many, a primary or caucus, Gene? Let's let's get the right word. It's a here. primary. It's the first it was primary, a primary. The first okay. primary in the nation. The Iowa caucuses are caucuses, which is a whole different animal. Okay. Yeah. Predic- predictive of exactly nothing and. And the one thing that was good that came out of the Iowa caucuses was the, um, we commonly refer to them as exit polls, but they're actually entrance polls in mm, Iowa. Right. They ask people some fairly um, extensive questions on the way in, people who are uh, willing to participate. And you can learn a lot about who the electorate is, you know, how many of you are first-time voters, for example. I think it was 19%, which is interesting. It's a pretty yeah. high number. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, uh, how many are evangelicals and and uh, and the like? Uh, you know, what do you think is the most important issue? Uh, this sort of thing. And and another thing that's interesting, of course, is that now you go to New Hampshire a week later 
and they also ask questions. These are exit polls mm -hmm. and they ask them a completely different set of questions. Of course they do. <laughs> because you wouldn't want to be caught asking the same questions. You could actually same start question. to right, see yeah. patterns or something, you know, <laughs> so you can't have that. So goodness. Yeah. So they, no. so they ask uh, exit polls. That's, that's interesting. Uh, but New Hampshire is a first in the nation primary, blah, blah, blah. Joe Biden made a strategic decision that he would first appear on a ballot in South Carolina because South Carolina is what delivered him the presidency, basically. That's right. Um, no. uh, one could argue, uh, certainly delivered him the nomination uh, in 2020. And so he will first appear there. He did not appear on the ballot in New Hampshire, but the Democrat, the Democratic Party in New Hampshire conducted a write-in campaign for him so, because he does have technically a challenger. And they wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, Biden didn't, you know, wake up on Wednesday morning and say, oh, this guy won the New Hampshire primary, even though I'm the sitting president. So even with the write-in campaign that was kind of a last-minute thing, uh, Biden swamped the guy. And uh, Philip, what is his name? I don't remember his name. Oh, bless no, his no. heart, Phillips. No. I want to say. Um, no. And and um, and and Biden handily won sixty-seven percent of the vote, I think, and uh, his challenger got maybe twenty uh, percent. So you know that that's mm -hmm. that's fine. So, so the, the, the primary goes on and there's uh, throughout the evening, you would have, you would have been stopped by, by the um, alcohol beverage control board. <laughs> you would have been stopped drinking if you took a shot every time a news person uh, broach the idea that, well, this is going to be it. This is Trump's going to have this all wrapped up. It's all over. Uh, Haley's going to, Haley's not going to win this thing. And so that's it. And I'm thinking, you know, it's the second actual primary. You're going to award delegates. Right. In, in your nomination process. This is the second state. Number two, there are 48 more. <laughs> I, I really, I get, I get that Trump made a strong showing, arguably, it's, you can argue it the sort other way. Sort of, yeah, I you mean, can argue, sort You can of. easily argue it the other way. But the yeah. fact is, it's so insulting to, uh, sorry to bring this up, but the whole freaking country is watching this and 98% of the country has not had a chance yet to raise their hands and say, here's what we think. Right. And why no. would you do this? Why would you do, do you learn nothing from sports? No. You would never no. open coverage no. of a Carolina game by saying, well, we're four seconds into the game and obviously and Carolina's got this wrapped up. There's going to be biscuits for everyone. Right. No, I mean, New Hampshire is, works. No. And by the way, the, the, um, uh, the challenger is Representative Dean Phillips, Phillips uh, yeah, and yeah. he's a Democrat from Minnesota who vowed to continue his presidential campaign in a high energy speech following his performance in the New Hampshire primary. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's Go good. Ahead. You know, co competition is good. I don't want to, I don't want to poo poo this because I think that no one should, I think you and I talked about this. No one should ever walk into an elected position without competition because okay. we don't know who you are when you, we don't have composition. Right. Right. This is a, this is a good thing. It's all a good thing. You're so just walking in and you might think like, Oh, they love me. I'm going in. No. She's going to have a strong showing in South Carolina. Is that going to happen? I well, don't think so. I don't think know, so. Nikki Haley's going to get swamped in South Carolina because South Carolina is a heavily evangelical state. And even though, even mm -hmm. though it occurs to me, mm -hmm. she was the governor of South Carolina. Isn't that interesting? Somebody but must have voted for her. That was a very different Republican Party. Right. right. But also she's done things to really anger the Republican Party. Yes, like she has. And taking some of those statues things, and flags. And some yes. of those things are things that you and I would be proud of that she did. That's right. And 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 that's all that's all well and fine. Um, I I told you, I, I'm sure I can wind back the tape where I told you I thought I still and I still think, by the way, that Nikki Haley's going to be the Republican nominee. I think it's, that you and I are going to look up on Labor Day and it's going to be Nikki Haley versus Joe Biden. Now, roll back the tape. Uh, no, I have. <laughs> I, I'm just putting it out there. This is what uh -huh. I think is going to. This is not a wish on my part. Um, you know, what I wish is that uh, a person with the stature of of a Mitt Romney would appear out of nowhere <laughs> right. and save us all from this. But that's not going to happen. Because the problem here at this point isn't Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. the, the problem here is Tim Scott right? and Lindsey Graham and Nancy Mace and all of these people. Of, of There are too many to list of the Republican Party who have lined up and bent the knee to this man who they think is not fit to uh, shine their shoes, but they're afraid of their voters mm -hmm. and they are not going to cross him. And I, and I come back to this about all these people in New Hampshire uh, quitting their jobs and their volunteer status to help run the polls because of threats. And it's very easy for me to sit here and say, well, you know, that's just terrible, but you know, you've got a job to do and, and whatever. I can't afford to hire a security firm to secure my house and drive me to the grocery store and back and wherever else I need to go, doctor's appointments and the like and take care of me and make sure I don't get killed because mm -hmm. of something like this. And this is what's at stake. And this is what's going on. You don't want to reward people who are issuing death threats by bringing attention to them. You look right. at Fonnie Willis, for example, uh, the DA in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and she has been, she gets hundreds and hundreds of death threats every week every week. This has transformed what her life is like, not in a good way. And she's right. just doing a job that she was elected to do. And 
you know, this stuff is what has to be stopped. It's not just about stopping the one man, but I'm telling you, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and I'm going to explain why Nikki Haley yeah. is going to be the nominee. Because oh, I know boy. you're itching to know this. <laughs> you're listening to the Weekend Water Cooler on 97.9 The Hill. We're going to be right back with Penny Rich. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back with Penny. And now I'm going to explain why, why uh, it's my belief that Nikki Haley is going to be the Republican nominee uh, for president. And, and you know, it's not because I think that she would go through the 48 states and get more votes than Trump. I'm not sure I believe that that's true because the Republican nomination is generally an issue that is determined by Republicans, not by independents, uh, which is uh, nearly the case in New Hampshire. And uh, so, no, I, I don't think it is. I think that Trump has an absolute grip on the on the party, uh, I'm sad to say. And I think that the other leaders in the party, I loathe to use that word, but um, are so afraid of their base that they won't cross him uh, because they're afraid of him and they're afraid of what he might do and what he might unleash on them. They're not. And that's not ba a baseless fear by the way. I mean, if that's, that's uh, no, the I totally agree with that. Have, yeah. Then I think you should, I think you should probably get out of politics, uh, which is what Mitt Romney is doing uh, for, for, you know, as one example, there are others. Um, yeah. So I think that, I think here's how I, you know, I know I'm a, a cockeyed optimist and here's how I see the world, but <laughs> I do, I think it's in the interest of the Supreme court for its own benefit to uh, listen to the 14th Amendment argument, which is a really, really good argument. Strong. For yeah. disqualifying Donald Trump from serving as president, not just from being on this ballot or that ballot, but from serving as president. He is disqualified for participating in an erection and giving aid and comfort to those who did. And he continues to do that today. Mm -hmm. That is not a crime that is over. Um, he continues to do that now. Um, and I believe he should be disqualified. And I know you believe too, Penny, that he should be. It's, it's the, the, the issue here for you and many others is, but will they do the right thing? Well, I think, that they, right. I think that they will, because I think that it's in their interest, their own interests to get some legitimacy back for the court Okay, can I ask you a question though? This do would you, end do you, his political. Do you think? Career. Do you think that they care? Do you think they care about them being legitimate or not? I mean, I know Roberts does, but do you think the rest of them care? I I think that Roberts does, and I think possibly Alito does. Um, really? Maybe Gorsuch. Maybe Gorsuch. Uh, you know whether or not they have in their minds uh, a construction that says what legitimacy really means or whatever. But I got to tell you. The women on the court, I, you know, these people get behind closed doors and they will have at it. And, yeah. and they, they really have the good side of this argument. So, so that's, that's how I think that's going to come out. And I, and I, I hope for the, for the love of my country, I hope it's in my little dreamy world, Clarence Thomas will be convinced that he should 
recuse himself because his wife was involved actively in this conspiracy. Well, I, and that, that, I and that it would be eight to nothing. Okay, I know, I know. I, that is not going to happen. You are in a dreamy world because well, I. That, I mean, I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to get know, up I... on. You know, we're going to be taking a break in February. Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm having uh, surgery on my shoulder. And so I'm get, I'm, I'm, I promise I'm not starting early on the painkillers. I'm just, uh, I'm just telling you, this is, this is, I think that this could happen. Okay. If right. it's not that reason, um, I'm my backup reason is that I believe that Donald Trump is going to have be, be convicted of some very serious criminal charges in the January 6th trial in Washington, D.C., um, I think that this has actually been acknowledged by many Republican elected officials that they think he's going to be convicted. Ron DeSantis said this. He thinks he's going to be convicted. Now, he thinks he's going to be convicted because everybody in D.C. is a Democrat and he'll get <laughs> he'll have an unfair trial, which is ridiculous. But of course it is. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, but I think he's going to be convicted in that in that trial. Those are very serious charges. He will lose his right to vote if he's convicted of those crimes that he's accused of. And I have a hard time believing that the Republicans will then go to their convention in mid-July and will say, okay, well, he's a seven-time convicted felon with many more charges yet to come. Hundreds, more than a thousand people have been convicted in that uh, insurrection. And so his conviction will probably stand. But yeah, let's elect him president of the United States, even though we can't vote in that election. I, I you know, not going to happen. I don't, Wait, believe that, I don't believe that they'll do it. I think that I think that they'll uh, find a way out. Didn't um, Miss Stefanik call the 1200 or so people that are uh, uh, in serving time for uh, the insurrection hostage hostages? They weren't they're not. Um, Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, she she thinks that that's what a hostage is, is someone that committed a crime yes. and then goes and, to jail and for it. The, when the... Americans are being held in Gaza as actual hostages, Elaine Stefanik said that disgusting, repugnant right. thing. Awful. And Awful. just, you know. And, and I'm sorry to say that Kristen Walker, who I think is one of the most disappointing figures in journalism today, hmm. um, kept asking her basically the same question the same way do you really think they're hostages do you do you do you really think that you know you know yeah why she kept you know, answering it. She, she wouldn't confront her about it and say that's an absolutely offensive use of that term and this time in history it's it not only is right. it I, I mean it's just so offensive and it just like I, I, she He's obviously vying to be um, the vice president choice if Trump does make yeah. it. Right. Uh, and, um, you know, as my my sisters would say, she ain't his type, so it's not going to happen. So she should stop sucking up to him. But my goodness, like, what what is that? Like, do, do you even think before you speak? It's, or did someone implant this in your brain? Oh, that's, no, that, those oh, are talking know? points. Those are yes, talking points that's, yeah. from the Trump campaign. She she said that repeatedly. And, you know, the fact is, it's a disgusting use of a word that applies correctly to Americans, Americans right. being held in Gaza. But there's another piece of it that's almost equally disgusting to me, which is 
the complete insult to the criminal justice system that gave all of those people a fair trial, a lawyer right. to represent them, a jury, and a verdict. And the right. justice system deserves a lot more respect from a lawmaker than than that. Right. And let's um, not leave out let's not leave out the the um uh, the Capitol Police and the D.C. Police. What a smack in the face to them over and over right. and over again. Constantly. Constantly. I mean, it's just like uh, they can't get away from it because they happened to be there that day when when Donald Trump decided that this is the day for the insurrection and let's hang Mike Pence. You know, I mean, it's right. it's just stunning that. Um, Oh my goodness, Gene. I, 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 you know, I want to, I want to be on your side with this Nikki Haley, but I just don't know that. I just don't know that that Trump gets stopped at this point. Well, I really you know don't. I, I know that you are on my side about. I am on your side. Um, uh, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I would bet my lunch money on my position. Yeah, we're gonna have I to. Think, we're gonna have to go back and I listen to what the you're tape. Saying, yeah. Um, but, but the weeks fact is, uh, I I will tell you, boy, oh boy, you better hope I'm right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, there's no question about it. No, I, there. Honestly, there's there's. And there's you know, no while the while the networks are busy breaking their necks trying to call this race being over, in favor of Trump. Four um, minutes into the, a the primary. South Carolina yeah. primary isn't for a month. You would think it was five minutes from now to listen to right. that talking last night. It isn't right. for a month. So, you know, everybody can go back to watching ACC basketball throughout February and, um, you know, enjoying the Super Bowl, which will be the second Sunday in February and uh, some, you know, some great games coming up for us to all entertain ourselves. Oh, with. Yeah. And God knows we all need to know what's going to happen when Taylor Smith, uh, I'm sorry, Taylor Swift appears at the at the Baltimore game uh this weekend um because she never appeared in concert there and grew up in the baltimore area and this is a subject of great controversy it's and hysterical we, oh my gosh we all you know we Jeez. all have, we're sitting on the edge of our seats about this so i, I would like to leave taylor swift alone i think we need to, i think she's fabulous yeah. i think she's doing an amazing job you and i talked about her she's a brilliant businesswoman and i think that um you know uh, the jealousy about her is just real. It, it's and, crazy. You know, and, it's and crazy. The, yeah. It's crazy. And the only thing crazier than that, which I know you're happy to close with, as am I, is the idea that this brilliant movie, Barbie, Barbie. gets 10 nominated for an, an Academy Award. I, I Wow, Ryan Gosling. That's I mean, it. Not that, that's not the, that I'm not happy for him to get no, it. No, but that's that's the it. whole. That is the theme of that movie. That, that's that the movie. Again, that, the women get screwed, and there we go. The, the the women create the thing, right? And and it's brilliant. It's transcendent. Um, and who it's gets bigger nominated? than the world? Let's give a guy a prize for it. Okay, yeah, so let's do so it. So there it is. In a nutshell, we've just wound up the whole. That's the week that was, and yeah. as usual, Penny. Um, I'm in your debt and I, I, I very much appreciate you and, uh, you know, Great we'll hope, energy. we'll hope that yeah. the zoom recording is, uh, anything, anything like what we expect probably isn't. It'll be okay. <laughs> You'll make it work. I know you're a great editor besides. Oh, yeah, we'll podcast. make it work. You know, I got the yeah. scissors. We'll make it work. And, you know, Gene, I just want to give a shout out. I, it sounds like um, to me, we're getting more and more people listening. Um, which is kind of fun because yeah. I, I too had had people come up to me and say, yeah, I listen to you on the podcast all the time on 
uh, WCH, WCH. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. I mean, two people have said it to me in the past week, doing a great Fantastic. job, you know? Yeah. So let's, let's grow that base. Well, keep keep yeah. hitting us up. Send your, yeah. send your, kind of send your cards and letters as we used to say, <laughs> uh, if, you know, I still call it Twitter. So, uh, you know, send me a tweet at Jean Bolduck and, uh, Penny is Penny is not on Twitter. Twitter. She's oh, not no. on Twitter, oh, no. but you can I'm find us. It. You can find us both on Facebook. Yeah, they know how to find. And me you know, you can find Penny at the courthouse. She really yeah. loves it when you stop by. Oh yeah, <laughs> for the right <laughs> reason, Jean. The right oh, reason. <laughs> so listen, send us your ideas for shows in the future. We have. Yeah. We're always looking for a good topic. Yeah. Um, if you're going out this weekend, though. I, I assume it's not going to snow since it was about 70 today. Oh, uh, but, yeah. but you know, be safe if you're going out there. And if you're staying in, keep it right here on 97.9 The Hill. Follow Gene on Twitter at Gene Bolduck and tweet your comments and questions with the hashtag WCHL.